Hey adventurers, this is Trey and Ashley Hall, and you're listening to the Train for Adventure podcast, the show that shares adventure stories and fitness tips for people who want to explore more of the beautiful world they live in. Today, we're excited to share about our first journey into the Prescott National Forest, the place where the desert meets the pines. This would be our first adventure during our two-week stay in Cottonwood, Arizona. We decided it was best to start with a blowout wash trail on the outskirts of the forest since we had been traveling for a straight week with only doing shorter hikes along the way. Its views made us eager to go deeper into the forest wilderness later on in the week. Blowout Wash is easily accessible from Phoenix, Prescott, Jerome, and Sedona, but there is one caveat to arriving at the trailhead. A very small portion of the drive to the parking lot is fairly bumpy. Nothing that requires an off-road capable vehicle, but it is enough to make you crawl. This is something that we've experienced many times in our travels. Adventures are fairly easy and gorgeous, but take some work or special equipment to even begin them. So in today's episode, we also wanted to talk about how we prepare and research for what to expect on reaching a adventure. So Trey, let's just start with the Blowout Wash Trail and how we found it, how we got there. Yeah, so the Blowout Wash Trail is actually in the uh, National Forest, right? So it's, uh, it's not something that has like a clear trailhead there's not signage for it anywhere right once you actually get to it though it is wonderfully marked it's one of the best oh yeah uh it's got some of the best signage i've ever seen on yeah the it's so interesting how it's not something that you can just like you can't just it's type advertise somewhere yeah. yeah you can't type blowout wash trail into google maps or something and search it uh in that map and you can't find it <laughs> it's not marked as that uh so this is it kind of interesting but yeah, so I think you found it on all trails. Just, I did. Just finding something that was nearby. Right. And that we'd be able to do in an afternoon without having to drive, you know, all the way across the state. Oh, yeah, it was, I don't know, less than 15-minute drive, I yeah. think, to get there from where we were staying. Yeah. And so, as you had mentioned, um, that the, the road itself was pretty bumpy, and I think that's due because it's actually, like, a private road. That from my understanding of it, it seemed like it was the road to it was belonged to the ranch that's right next oh, to Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that there's a cattle guard that you have to cross. And so some people would actually just park right there in front of the cattle guard, the cattle guard yep. right there in front of the gate rather than going further down the road, which gets much, much bumpier. Yeah. So you don't have to drive all the way down it. You could just park and walk. And it's mm-hmm. really not that far of a walk to the trailhead once you pass the cattle guard. Yeah. yeah. And it, it really, it's one of those things like you're probably not going to be losing a lot of time doing that. Because you're probably not driving much faster than someone would be walking. <laughs> That's down true. The road. Yes. Uh, it's it's one of those things that a very low clearance vehicle, like a like a Chevy Volt or something like that, um, might struggle a little bit. But uh, we definitely would have taken our Prius down it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, we did we, too many too many times. Did we uh, take it down roads that were a little questionable for that yeah. vehicle? But yeah, so. That's getting to it. And like Trey mentioned, I found it on all trails. Uh, We just needed something that was short and just got us out moving that day. And so this one, I think total, it was about 3.4 miles. uh, Mm -hmm. And it's it's a loop. And so 
since we've been traveling, we just needed to move. It was perfect, honestly. It was a great trail for us to hop into. Yeah. So on all trails, it's considered a, mod- a moderate trail. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really dependent on which direction you go. Yeah. So we went clockwise around this loop. I think if you did the counterclockwise direction instead, that you'd find it to be more of a moderate trail. Yes. Uh, and that's because going clockwise, you have very long, slow ascents. And then shorter, faster, steeper descents, and that'd be the opposite. If you were <laughs> the direction, you'd have some short, fast climbs, and then long, slow. I think drops. I remember reading some reviews that said, "Make sure that you go clockwise," yeah. <laughs> um, because they had gone the other way. Which I think most of them said that it was, you know, it was still very doable for yeah. sure. the The other thing about this, uh, Trey had mentioned, is that it is a very well marked area and so you you have a trailhead sign you have a map there um but there are more trails in the area than what we did the one that was on all trails and while it is called blowout wash on all trails that entire area is blowout wash recreational area (laughs) so all of the trails are part of that blowout wash um so you just if you want to do the one that we were doing and you want it is i think one of the shorter ones out there um, then you will want to kind of look at the all trails a little bit. It is the inner loop. So if you're doing the inner loop, it's the, the smallest one that you can take. Yeah. So for us, if we're going clockwise around it, every time we came to an intersection, we just take the right trail. Right. <laughs> right. So that keeps it pretty simple. But it's also one of those things that every single intersection you came to had a sign that said where you were, and they were very easy to read. Yes. They weren't washed out. They weren't dry and cracked and sun sun weathered or anything like that. So very, very easily um, that you could understand where you were and how to get where you wanted to go. Yeah. So really, you may not necessarily need to, like, follow your... Uh, all trails or something like that right. the entire time just because it is so well marked and the trails are so easy to follow. Yeah, definitely. Um, fitness wise, I don't feel that you really needed a, a, a big, huge level of fitness in order to do this trail. Um, with it being, you know, three miles and a little bit of climbing, having just a, a good cardio base, it is, is nice. But there wasn't any crazy rock or anything they had to had uh, to be aware of. You're not scrambling. You're not yeah. To watch your footsteps. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, overall, pretty easy. And honestly, this is a trail that I think would be a lot more fun as a mountain bike trail. Yes. Um, we saw a couple out there. Yeah, we saw several people on mountain bikes. I think it would have been a lot of fun. It'd be kind of flowy. Yes. And and just fast and smooth and fun if you're mountain biking um for hiking um i it's not my favorite trail that we've done right and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not worthwhile no yeah it inspired us to later on in the week go deeper into mingus mountain which was the south view from the blowout wash trail Mm -hmm. um which Spoiler alert, ended up being one of the hardest trails we have ever done in our lives. Yeah, it's not, it was not the longest. No. We've done uh, twice that distance a couple of times, but uh, we we were on trail for, I think, eight miles. Yep. And one mile of that was just the hardest thing that we've ever done. Yeah. So, 
little spoil there and hopefully get you to listen in on that episode. But that's that's why I think I really love this trail is that it led to another experience. Um, and if we were, I would say we would do blowout wash trail, but like you said, we had mountain bike it and there's other options too. You can bring your dog out there as long as they're on leash. You could horseback ride, um, that there are other things that you can do to enjoy that trail. If like you're like us and it's just not as much of maybe a challenge as what we typically like for the trails that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, again, not to say that it's not worthwhile. Yeah, right. it's, it's just maybe that's part of your preparation. And that's something yeah. that, you know, that we really try to put a lot of uh, thought into whenever we're deciding that we're going to be going somewhere. So um, whenever we first are kind of like in an area and we're trying to find something to do, we do end up checking like all trails. Yeah. And Google can often even come up with some trails that maybe all trails yeah. is not very helpful mm-hmm. with. I also use Gaia GPS sometimes because it can, it, it focuses more on uh, like the topography of places. Yes. So you can kind of look and see like the areas that maybe look a little interesting, click on that area, and then it'll show you if there's anything nearby. And then it'll show you exactly what that trail looks like and on top of the, the, the world map rather than just being it. Um, just the, the, the local map as well. Yeah. So there's all sorts of ways that you can find these, these areas. Um, and not all of them are going to be popular. So like the, the one that we had mentioned earlier that, uh, we ended up doing, uh, later in that week, it's not something that most people would, would know about. Right. Um, and it's, it's, it was a very long drive down a very rough road. Yeah. And that is, that's really what I wanted to talk about today is just because it, well, that trail was the hardest one we'd ever done, but just because something, a trail is marked as easy and gorgeous doesn't mean that getting there is not going to be difficult Mm -hmm. because there was another time. Well, recently we were looking at going at a, uh, doing a slot Canyon hike in Utah. Yeah. And I had looked at the trail and it was like easy and beautiful and like, yeah, let's do it. And then the, the trail as, itself is really rewarding. Yeah. Uh, that there's not a lot of people there and you don't have to pay a fee to take a tour down it. Like a lot of other slot canyons, mm-hmm. uh, in Arizona, the very popular ones, antelope. Um, there's another one water that's holes. water hole. Yes. Um, rattlesnake. Yeah. But, when I was starting to prepare for this trail and to, I was, I was like, well, okay, we're going to go, you know, a couple days from now. I want to go ahead and start. I want to know where it's going to be, what we're going to need. And what typically I'll do is I'll read the reviews, go through it, see what's challenging people. And I read that it's a off-road vehicle is necessary and you have to air down your tires <laughs> in order to get to it because the sand is just crazy the to get to that trail. The sand is very deep. Yes, and, and soft. And yes. Soft, yeah. And so it's not even a guarantee that if you do all those things that you're not going to get stuck. Yeah, people still got stuck and had <laughs> to have somebody get them out. Or people would decide to park their vehicle uh, before that point. And then walk. walk. And at that point, it becomes a seven-mile walk yeah. through this deep 
sand. sand. <laughs> deep, yeah. Soft sand. I don't know if you've ever walked uh, uh, any sort of distance in deep, soft sand, but it is it's so hard. hard. <laughs> it takes so much more out of you than yep. walking the same distance, well, the, even uphill. Yeah. The time is, is longer. Mm-hmm. It's more strenuous. Mm-hmm. Plus it's sand. So you're typically exposed to the sun mm-hmm. even more. So, and heat, yeah. sand heats up so fast. Um, it's getting in your shoes. And wait, oh my you gosh, can, you yeah. Can feel cool. how your shoes start feeling heavy, your toes are feeling gritty. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel pleasant. Yeah, there's all sorts of drawbacks to it. So um, you had found in these reviews people saying that, you know, I'm an experienced hiker. I, I love doing this stuff. Yeah. And I would not recommend this trail. Right. Yeah. And so that's... Even, even though the trail yeah. itself was rated like five stars. Right. Like you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Everyone says it's so beautiful and perfect and it's not busy or crowded yeah. and you actually have it to yourself. There's a reason why you have it to yourself. <laughs> that's exactly right. So well, that's not the only thing, the reviews. Once I read that, I'm like, well, okay, if it's only a couple for something, maybe sometimes they're people, blowing it out of the water well, a little sometimes bit. Sometimes people... Um, so I, I read a couple on, on a couple of other trails that we did uh-huh. and they, they would, they would miss like the main feature. So there's like this waterfall that we went to see and they're like, Oh, there's no waterfall. It's like, well, because you didn't go the right direction. So, so yeah, that, that can also sometimes happen is that people are reviewing the wrong thing. Right. So it can get skewed. And so that's where I'll start looking at a little bit more. Like I'll look at pictures and see, well, does that reflect? And for that the Slot Canyon one, it definitely did. Um, but for like the Blowout Wash Trail, uh, you know, people said that it had a little hard drive to it. So what I did is I just took Google Maps, I dropped a pin, um, and just did the satellite view to look at it. And yes, it does turn from pavement to gravel when you get to, I think it's like three quarters of a mile, maybe a mile of that gravel road that you're actually driving down. So it's not very far. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it was a mile. Yeah, I don't think it is. But then beyond that, oftentimes what I'll do is do a street view. So we'll drop the little person on on Google Maps, just look at what even... Most of the time, the Google street view is not going to go down those gravel roads, but it will at least go to the beginning of it so you can kind of see what it's going to look like. Um, And I'll use that to Mm -hmm. determine what what we might expect (laughs) getting there. Right. I mean, this is something that actually, uh, this is kind of off topic, but still, uh, recently an RVing couple got lost in the Nevada yeah. desert because they went down a road that their GPS told them to go down. Yeah. That was so hard. Like that was deep sand. Yeah. They ended up getting the RV stuck. Right. They took their tow vehicle, uh, the, uh their Kia Soul off of their RV and, and they it tried got to go stuck back too. and got stuck too. And one of them ended up dying right. in that vehicle because they were out there it's for eight days. Yeah. But that is unlikely to happen. The reason why I bring that up is just because um, that has you going there doesn't necessarily mean that that's it's, where you should be going. Right. Or that yeah. it's appropriate for your vehicle. Right. Or your experience. Yeah. Um, so taking the initiative and taking the time to look into these things before you ever even see it in person yeah. can really pay off. And it saved us a couple of times from 
uh, having some really unpleasant experiences. Definitely. With um, just really poorly maintained roads or uh, just the like, the amount of time that we would have had to spend to get Right, somewhere. yeah. Right? It's like, oh, it's only a few miles down this road, but you're going <laughs> half a mile an hour. Yes. You know? Right. It's going to, you know, take you yeah. an hour or two just to get to where you want to yeah. be. So it can definitely pay off uh, whenever it comes to um, doing day hikes. Now, if this yeah. is something where you are planning on doing really very challenging things and you have a vehicle that's capable of well yeah by all means like yeah yeah, definitely but um but this is for individuals that are really just going mostly for whatever adventure they're trying to get to there for a day like you said um so yeah hopefully that's helpful those are things that we use there are definitely more tools like there's onyx i know that that that's a really great tool. Um, I We have not tapped into that one, but I'm sure at some point we will. Mm-hmm. We'd love to do more of those those things, those more deep, deeper, extreme ven- adventures <laughs> someday. Out of the way. Yeah. Um, but overall, Blowout Wash Trail, beautiful trail. The scenery was amazing. Um, you know, seeing the Sedona Red Rocks to the north with the Verde valley Mm -hmm. and then you can sometimes if it's clear enough you can see the san francisco peaks Mm -hmm. with their snow on them and then to the south the black hills which is where we saw mingus mountain um we're inspired to go deeper into it so uh, it is even though we ranked it we rank our our trails out of 10 even though we only ranked it a five i did love it you know yeah um it was a great introduction to the to the Arizona desert. Yes, you know, that this for was sure. the first time that we, well, not quite the not first, quite but the first, but it was the longest that we had been out. Yes, on trail in a time that we had been in the Southwest. Yeah. So, listeners, thanks so much for listening, and we hope that this doesn't that it did inspire you to maybe go take on this trail or some at least some trails in that area because it is amazing, and we'll see you out there on those adventures.